Every week you give me the intro of the podcast. No, 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 no. That's not it. That's not it. Okay, start. Ready? One, two. Hey, and welcome to this episode of the Weekend Catch Up Podcast. This is the podcast (laughs) where we get you. Yeah, you kind of like cued me up. You were like, no, 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 no. Now start it. Then we started. (laughs) This is the podcast where we get you caught up on all things tech, Tech, pop pop culture, culture, trending news, trending news. I just drank a bubbly, so I'm burping. Oh, I was like, why are you covering your mouth? I I said something bad. I had a big sparkling water right before we did this, so now I'm all burpy. (laughs) I didn't come in here with Cheez-Its, and I'm mad at you. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't want to provide an ASMR experience for people. Okay, so we're talking, it's Ike and Brie. Yes, this is Ike and Brie. Thanks so much for listening with us. Yeah, Isaac, Ike, you know what? We're friends now. You've been listening to... This is episode one twenty eight. You've 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 established yourself That's as a so friend many. at this point. It's a lot. And then back when the show used to be shorter and yeah. you did it every day, you did like five hundred episodes. A lot of episodes. <laughs> yes. Are those still up? Um, I think so. Yeah, I, th- I think so. They were like um, five minutes long, and he did one every day. They were a lot. It was a they lot. Were yeah. a lot. So you've done like six hundred episodes. Yes, I've been on a lot of podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> So this week, we have a great lineup of topics. We are going to give an update on the Britney Spears situation because we said we'd follow the conservatorship sort of discussions, and there has been an update with that, right, Brie? Yes, there has. Okay, so we're going to talk about that, and we've got so many other things, including a new gadget that I am kind of over the moon about. I'm mm-hmm. really pumped about this. Brie? I am too. I am too. And Brie, is, we're, we're united in gadget love for once. We we. United in gadget love. I don't it's know. Just, most, most of the time, if the gadget is Nintendo, yeah, that's that's. We are united. We're we're cheating on Nintendo now, though. Oh, but and it's we'll, okay. I'll get so many more games. You will. <laughs> you will. So we're gonna jump into all of that, but first, a sort of look at what our weeks in pop culture have been. And do you want to go first? Shall you go first? You can go first. Yeah. Okay, you go first. So I have been watching the HBO show. Chernobyl. Chernobyl. This- Finally, by the way, this got really popular. Like several months back yeah and we everyone not... recommended it and i just want to say we just got hbo max so <laughs> i just want to say it has been an incredible show and so i want to give credit where credit is due jared harris in the show uh plays valerie lasgov and stellan stellan skarsgård plays boris there's russian names russian names okay um but i want to say everyone that's in this show has been incredible so far Phenomenal. It is so good. And it is really good. It's one of those things that I knew that the Chernobyl plant melted and there was like this big disaster. You're saying Chernobyl, not Chernobyl. Chernobyl? Cherin. Chernobyl? Like Sharon. Chernobyl. Is it which which one is it? It's Chernobyl. Okay. I'm gonna point Chernobyl. to you when you're supposed to say it when okay. I want to say it. Chernobyl. So I know the Chernobyl disaster happened. Okay. Um, but I hadn't really read the details on it, and it's been incredible to sort of learn about the process. It's been while... really interesting to learn how many chairs were involved. Yes. In Chernobyl. There were noble chairs. Very many noble chairs. Noble chairs. <laughs> um, but it's one of those things that I think coming out of COVID and having gone through like a crazy disaster that everyone is like, oh, are we all going to die? Mm-hmm. Watching a show where these people were really asking these questions that we were kind of asking only it feels like you could see the threat directly in front of you at Chernobyl. Sorry, it feels like you <laughs> could like, see the threat directly there uh, because there's this giant uh, reactor on fire uh, that yes. just didn't. It was this big, foreboding nuclear reactor that was yeah, burning. There was like kind of the denial stage where yeah. everyone's like, "No, it can't. 
can't blow up. They can't blow up, can yeah. they? That's never happened before. And it's true because it never had. Right. So it's just very fascinating. Yeah. Because it's nice to not be directly involved in a situation where sure. people are like, no, that's not a thing. If you don't admit it, you don't <laughs> have to deal with it. Yeah. So it's nice that it's, it's like a slightly removed version of that. Yeah. Um, the show is in English. Which is really interesting. I think they have all Russian actors, but it's actually in English. So you mm. don't have to have subtitles on to understand yeah. anything, which is super nice, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Um, there's this scene where Jared Harris, the, again, incredible actor in the show, is delivering sort of this update to the people in charge. And he's saying, you're not really understanding the gravity of the situation here. This could kill the entire continent of Europe. And they're just kind of looking at him like, because no. I think that our brains... When we hear things like that, we we don't even have the emotional bandwidth to address that. No. Like those facts hitting us. So of course these people just go, that's ridiculous. That no. can't happen. That's because impossible. Because we don't want to yeah. hear that. Yeah. And, I, and I think that we all well, sort of had... Well, it happen very often. Like, right. Yeah. It was something, and they point this out, it had never happened before in the planet. And I think like Jared Harris points that out. There's the scene where he's saying, we're dealing with a disaster that there has there is no precedent for. And I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna use a word that's been worn out: unprecedented disaster. Um, but it's been. This is gonna be a long oh, one. Repointed <laughs> to the time where it's six minutes already, which is fine. It's be a long, long one. I'm just saying. Podcast. I'm just saying. Um, anyway, <laughs> Chernobyl is a great show, and you yes, should it watch it. It's, you really it's should really watch good. it. It's so really good. good. Yes. Okay, my week in pop culture. I watched the Black Widow movie. It was amazing. Yes. It was so good i loved it and i know i feel like people are not liking it because people still don't like women in superhero movies but i thought it was heckin good it was so good and florence Pugh was amazing and she's gonna come back in the mcu and the hawkeye series which i will actually might watch yeah which is super fun and elaine from seinfeld was in it i don't uh i'm sorry julia yes 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 she was in it and it was just awesome if you want to watch like this awesome girl power movie like it it fits the bill yeah julia louise dreyfus uh fits this role as kind of like a um dark nick fury because yes. she's kind of this scary corporate I, I if you're a comic book nerd you'll probably know exactly who she's supposed to be but basically she's this sort of mercenary contractor scary lady and i mm-hmm. really like she fits that role so well and i feel like they cast that perfectly for her and it's nice to see her both in the um uh, falcon and winter soldier show and this okay so how did you feel about florence Pugh though Florence Pugh did incredible. She's amazing. Yeah. She's like 25. We're just seeing her at the beginning of her career, and she's been in a ton of major things. Yeah. Um, like she was in Little Women. She was um Beth, I think. Beth okay. in Little Women. So that was a humongous role. That was a huge movie that came yeah. out. And Midsummer. She was like the leading lady in Midsummer, which is yeah. one of the scariest movies of all time. So don't watch yeah. it. I don't recommend that one. <laughs> I actually really don't recommend that it one. It feels like Florence Pugh a little bit has this arc that it feels like jennifer lawrence was on and then she kind of like fell off and yeah I, I, it i don't know if that's just the cycle that we go through with mid to early 20s women in hollywood i don't mm. know but it just she feels like that i could easily see if jennifer lawrence hadn't done hunger games like she and she was like florence p's age right now i feel yeah. like she would have gotten this role in black widow yeah, it just feels like have. a role for her 
Uh, but I, I really love Florence Pugh. She's Florence, amazing. She's really cool. She's a really good actress and yeah. she or actor, and she has like this amazing low gravelly voice, which I also love. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's enough oh, of oh, the. Oh, and ScarJo obviously was yes, phenomenal. Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. Of course. Yes. Of course. Yes. And this is supposed to be the last ScarJo thing that she's in, and I'm a little sad. But yeah, they sent okay. her off right with this one. Mm, I, I still think they did her dirty. Yeah. With Endgame, okay. I do. I think they did. Well, I don't want to cut you off. Do you have anything else you want to jump into about Black Widow? No, I could talk forever about Endgame, but I will not because... Let's not. Yeah, I, I have nothing good to say. Okay. <laughs> Let's jump into topic number one. But hey, we actually have this pop culture update. That's right, about yes, Britney. pop culture update. So this is kind of going to be a new section on the show if, yeah. if and when it comes up because sometimes we get little updates here and there and it's not really a whole topic, but it is just an update. So we talked to you about Britney Spears a couple yep. weeks ago. And um, right after she had spoken uh, to a judge about her conservatorship. So basically, she's accepting the Free Britney movement. She's like, actually, you know what? I hate this. Can I get out of this? And they were like, nope. (laughs) But uh, there has been an update in the case. And a judge finally ruled that Britney is allowed to hire her own lawyer. Okay, so yeah, the judge ruled. She approved the resignation of her current lawyer who is Samuel Ingham III, and they're going to replace it with her preference for a lawyer, who is Matthew Rosengart, who is a federal prosecu- former pro- federal prosecutor who does like high-profile celebrity cases. Oh, okay. So good for her. It's it's a huge win that she finally actually gets to hire her own lawyer to yeah. like speak for her. Yeah. That's that should be a given. So I'm I'm very pleased with that. So nice. that's our little Britney update. Should we have like an intro and outro for that? I think that that, I think that's great. Brittany update. (laughs) Brittany update. Let's jump into topic one. Do you want to take this one? Yes. Okay. Topic number one, Olivia Rodrigo. Good for you. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Olivia Rodrigo, who is now the new president, went to the White House. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So she went to the White House. Um, She is like the most blossoming star I can think of because everybody is obsessed with her. Yeah. Like people under our age are obsessed with her. Yeah. Yeah. So she's not like the 25 and up crowd don't really care, but like below our age range. I'm going to say this with all love possible. Olivia Rodrigo sounds like the name that I would make up to be like, oh, who's that? Olivia Rodrigo to like my sister to tease her. So it's just, it. I love that that is... (laughs) Stop it. Okay, anyway, Olivia Rodrigo. So she was um, doing the High School Musical, the musical, the, the series? Okay. High School Musical, the musical, the series. Okay. So she was doing that on Disney+. Plus, And yes. then she released like a very emotional ballad called yes. Driver's License. Yes. And TikTok took it over like... <laughs> Wait, is she Driver's License or yeah. is she good for you? You're both. Like happy? She's both? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Okay. They're All from right. the same album and wow. people are freaking out. So her, her first song was Driver's License. And now the biggest one is good for you. Okay. So so she's really have, popping right now. She's popping off, guys. She went to the White House, though. So she went to the White House, and she wore these, like, 80-inch stilettos and okay. or platform heels. Such and as casual. Like, Biden wears those. Yes, That's what does. you wear when you're in the White yes. House. But anyway, it was supposed to be, like, for... I'm sorry. It was supposed to be for... Vaccination. Like... Oh, I PSA. keep saying like. It's just driving me nuts. I'm talking about people that are younger than me, and it's making me say like. It's It's okay. Anyway, she it was, was for she was there and it was for vaccinations. She was promoting so, the promoting vaccine. getting the vaccine. Yes. Yes. 
Did she write a song about it? No, not yet. <laughs> Good for you. You look happy and vaxxed. Vaxxed. Yeah. Vaxxed. I think that could work. Yes, it does. Olivia. But thank, anyway, very line. interesting. We'll, so she we'll will she will run for president in 2050. So we'll see how that goes. So she's kind of the Zoomer representative. <laughs> yeah. If yeah, there yeah. is a generational delegation, Olivia is there on behalf of the Zoomers. Yes. It and, is like the top news of the millennia okay. i'm telling you <laughs> i did see i did the only okay so from my crusty older millennial perspective elder millennial i saw a, a photo of the white house press room and olivia was standing behind the press secretary and i was like what is that what's happening what is that? okay great and then yes. i just kind of kept going i was like good for that that's good wonderful. for you a young Literally one uh, a you. young one is in the white house Wonder, <laughs> wonderful i love to see it <laughs> promoting the vaccine so <laughs> wonderful yes good love here we to go see here we go um, jumping into topic number two, I... I'm so mad at you, by the way, for why? not telling me about this. Okay, I learned about it be- hours before you did. I don't... You we should have told been, me. We haven't been together today. You should have told me. Uh, anyway, the Valve uh, gaming handheld has been announced. It's called the Steam Deck. Now, Valve Scream. is the company that is associated with Steam, the computer software that you... It's like a gaming software library. You put it on your computer and you can buy games on it you can store it on your computer and play games from it so steam is kind of this computer nerd giant library of alexandria that has they have all so of the games many ever, games any right? game that's not nintendo they've got it Ex- yes pretty any much. game that's not yes. nintendo they've got it and every every single game and all these mods for games you can't do mods on the switch right and you can do mods through the steam store and yeah. i'm so excited and <laughs> valve is the software and um hardware ver- like arm of steam they're kind of a like handheld like they're a partnership uh they have the steam deck it's going to be shipping in december so it's a handheld it's like the switch you guys it's like the switch but you can play the whole steam library yes picture a switch but they have a lot of distinctions that they've made it looks stupider honestly it looks a little bit more clunkier than the switch yes but here's the deal uh they're opening up reservations okay so this is kind of the caveat here they're opening up reservations to pre-order them. So you have to have a $400 reservation that kind of gets you like a spot to maybe get it. And if you don't get it, it'll be refunded to your library, right? Like it'll be refunded <laughs> Yeesh, to you. Okay. <laughs> but they're expecting this to be so big that they're doing reservations to pre-order it. That's smart. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, so. And Steam smart. is also doing a thing where... You can only order it and purchase it if you've had a purchase on the Steam account like prior to July. So like they're they're trying to sort of cut off scalpers oh, at this point. Oh, that's a good that's a good yeah. way to do it. It's a really yeah. cool system of doing it. And I watched an interview with a couple of guys that worked on the Steam Deck, and they basically said that the distinction here and the better way that they want you to think about it is that this is basically a gaming computer that they're giving you that happens to have a controller attached to it. The cool thing is that this is built on the Linux platform, which is a sort of uh, alternate thing. Think Mac, Windows, like those like software operating Mm -hmm. systems. The Linux one is the one that's for gamers. Linux one is kind of like the more niche computer hobbyist software to use. But I know about it. Right. Because I know it's popular. Yes, it's, (laughs) it's popular among people who work on computers. So they built the Steam Deck off of the Linux platform. You can buy this completely uninstall everything and just put windows on there and use it as a computer. Now you don't have to do that, but the fact like the fact that you can do that, it's just like a little mini computer. Yeah. They want you to be able to hook up a mouse and keyboard to it. You want to basically where the switch has you locked in. 
They're saying, hey, do you do whatever you want? You can use it at a doorstop, dude. We don't care. Like they're basically giving you this. It's like a multi-tool. Yeah, it's a multi-tool. And I think this is neat because it's one of the only things I wasn't necessarily excited about the new Switch. They gave you a better yeah. screen and a little bit bigger. I don't need a better screen. I wasn't overly <laughs> over the moon about the PlayStation 5 or the new Xbox. This is kind of something that I'm getting a little excited for because we totally it's kind of cool. This. Yeah. Um, the base price starts at $400, which I'm going to point out is Okay, just... yeah. So let's talk about that. So yeah. on console sides, like that's like mid, I don't know. The Switch is like 300 350 350 so this is just right above the switch right. and you get so many games it's yes. a full-on computer so yeah. i mean and if you calculate the cost of a three thousand dollar gaming computer like what's the cheapest gaming computer like reasonably reasonably you like a thousand dollars between 800 and a thousand yeah and that, so that's, that's like the that... low end of a gaming computer so if yeah. you're getting like a system that's like top of the line for being a little mini console like that is so cool it's very neat and i think there's something to be said i mean it's still like 600 bucks they are pricing it very aggressively like the guy from steam said like almost painfully so yeah because they really want this to do well uh i think it will valve released a very expensive vr headset the valve index um, and that's kind of the opposite approach that they used with this. They had it very expensive. The Facebook uh, headset, the Oculus, was $500 less than the Valve Index. Um, so I think they kind of learned their lesson with maybe... Expensive. Yeah, with And expensive. everyone's seeing the success of Nintendo and how nobody can even get a regular Switch. Like, right. Yeah. So pricing this $50 above the new Switch model... So I think that's the starting price. Weren't there other prices that were just bigger memories? Bigger memories. And I want to say with that, the base memory is kind of booty a little bit. It's 64 gigabytes. I don't care. It's... <laughs> So 64 gigabytes means you could load a lot of indie games onto it that are smaller, like pixel games. Okay, so like, let's talk about it in relation to my Switch now. Yeah. So how much storage to my Switch Lite? I'm actually not sure how much. Because uh, my has. Switch Lite, I can only have like 10 games. I think your Switch Lite is 164 or 128 gigs. Like I can't have Skyrim and that many other games. There will be a similar situation to this. You can have either one AAA game that's very big or you can have several sort of indie games, which I think is fine because you can mix and match. And But they're all on the Steam library if you've bought them or you own the game. Right. So it's just like you just have to re-download it whenever you want to play it. And it's the not cool a big thing deal. is that Steam is offering a remote play system where you can play games from your computer on the handheld, which is just absolutely bonkers to me. Handheld. Yes, okay. That's crazy to me. So I'll just use your Steam library. You, I think you will be able to do that. Yes. That's really cool. It is very cool. So that's one kind of piece of technology that for once I'm actually going, oh shoot, this is cool. I and want that. <laughs> I, think, I think the last time I really felt that way about a piece of tech. It was like the first switch. It was like that and then like the DS Lite. Like I was yeah. very pumped about the DS Lite. That came out right as I was like 13 years old. And I was like, the Wii was cool. this is the coolest thing ever. Um, the Wii was cool too. But this is kind of a... I love to see a company that's not Nintendo take big swings like this. And oh, I'm, they're gonna like, uh, fly up the shelves. I really hope so. Like this, this is gonna be the next thing. I, I wish think, they would make it. I wish they would do like a Steam Deck Lite or something, and just like, I just want the games. I don't want it to be a computer. I just want access to the Steam library as a regular sure. person. Yeah. Like, and I feel like that might come down the road. Yeah. Right. They've, Can you see that? They've really wanted to do a console in the past. In fact, they have like made a console before. Uh huh. Um, 
nut to no real success. Uh, but well, was it a handheld? It was not a handheld. This is their handheld. first crack. That's at the way. It's so the, it's the way forward. And I think that everyone is primed more so now than they even were maybe four years ago because I think PC gaming is becoming a little bit more accessible to people. Yeah. So there are still people though that are like you that want to just dip your toe. Like you don't want to spend five hundred to a thousand dollars. I play games on the couch. Like I don't right. want to sit at a computer and play games because right. I'm not that person that will just sit there and play two hours of multiplayer games. Right. I want to like be. You want to comfortably sit. I want to like sit on the couch and play Stardew Valley for like eight hours. <laughs> like I don't want to sit yes. in a chair for eight hours. I get that. I yeah. get that. So, I want to be mobile, dude. So the Steam Deck um, reservation process begins uh, today. Ju- like July 16th. So people are getting in line, putting their down payment to reserve a spot to pre-order this. Okay, so how much is pre-ordering the spot? Like how much is the down payment to get it's, your spot? I think you pay 400. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and That's if you insane. don't, if you're not able to get it. I was like, if it's 100 bucks, I'll get it. And if there. you're not <laughs> able to, let me double check. Hang on, let me. So reservations for all three versions open up on Friday afternoon. They'll initially be available only to accounts with purchases on Steam before June 2021. Take that, hackers. In a bid to keep reseller bots at bay. There's bots. <laughs> a refundable $5... Oh, okay. There's a refundable $5 reservation fee and one reservation per person. Your reservation isn't exactly a pre-order, but it does put you in line to pre-order the system once inventory is available. So basically you well, put- let's get in line. Yeah, you, Go. Put, you put five bucks down <laughs> to get a chance to pre-order. Can we do that? Yeah, we can We can do that. Yeah. I wanna do that. When? Do, wait, when does it come out? So it's coming out uh, items and they're being shipped in December of this year. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So that is the Switch Deck or the Steam Deck, and Steam deck. that is uh, it's been twenty three minutes of the podcast. So. Okay, well the last <laughs> one is kind of just a light topic. So okay, let's do okay. it. Okay, so the last topic is kind of reaction thing. So you pull up the article. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do again. it. I'm gonna pull up the article here. Okay, so basically Reebok came out with what? Yeah, Reebok. Dude, <laughs> they shut came up. out with a Jurassic Park collection, and I wanted no, 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 no. You're going too fast. Go. We're gonna start. Oh, they're so cool. He likes he like slid through to like six of them. Okay. Okay. So they came out with a collection, and I just kind of wanted your live reaction to yes. this because, and they all have different names, like. And I, I don't know. I just wanted your reaction. Yes. The lack of dinosaurs is a little disappointing to me, but I did like one or two of these. Okay. They're pretty cool. So we're currently looking at the Jurassic Park, the floral print shirt. That's a reference to Dennis Nedry's shirt. Yep. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, we're looking at some of the, uh, like the, the Alan Grant kind. Yeah, so like this the, is, yeah. The amber. Uh, the claw. Box. Yeah. The clock. The claw. Oh, the DNA. The DNA one's kind of lacking dino for me. DNA. I'm Actually, not, that is kind of a low-key one, though. I'm not loving the DNA one. I wish that print kind of wrapped around the outer I soul. I would totally wear those. But I, I can understand. Oh, my gosh. The, uh, like, the red-brown. Yeah, those are cool. The, oh, the the Jeep ones okay, are these really look loud. silly. Yeah, the those Jeep ones look really silly. So it's, yeah, so not a visual It's a medium. model of the Reebok pumps. I, I do appreciate that that's going to be for somebody. Um, I do, yeah. Ooh, a classic Ian Malcolm. Yeah, the Malcolms, the leather on the insole, uh, the inside, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're now looking at the Reebok the Jurassic Stomper engine. Yeah, the animal containment unit. Um, yeah, they're all like, black. They look super cool. This, this the highs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
I oh, wait, go back because there was one that I liked. I, I love think it was the last one. Absolutely all of these. Yeah, the last one is my favorite. The T Rexes. Yeah, the T Rexes because they're lime green. Those are. And this is the only one with a dinosaur unreal. on it. Significant lack of dinosaurs in my opinion. So, but when did these launch? They'll be available to buy starting on July 30th on Reebok's website. There's so much stuff to buy. I. There's so oh my gosh. <laughs> Why is everything happening when I have no money? Which ones are your favorites? I really like the, so the animal containment unit ones, the high tops are really cool. Those are kind of yeah, low key. Yeah, the all key. black ones. Those are low mm-hmm. key. Uh, but if I'm picking, I like the dino DNA ones because those are like cutesy girlish, but yeah. it's got a hint of, and they have the little um, genetic symbol on the bottom, like the DNA chain is on yeah. the bottom on the sole. The utility Jeep ones, the red, tan, and uh, like a little bit teal. green ones, the teal. Yeah, yeah those are my favorites. Yeah, All those right. Are tight. Okay. Those are very cool. All right. But anyway, super cool. Y'all should check it out. Yeah. That's been our podcast, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe. Text someone and tell them you love them. And, and hashtag free. Oh, yes, please. Yes. And something, something, Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh huh. Yeah. Good for you. Young people. Good for you. <laughs>